Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Good, glorious morning to you. My name is Jonathan, and oh, I'm delighted to get to share the Word of God with you today. It is the 10th of June, and so we'd be in Proverbs chapter 10. If you'd like, you can follow along by going to your favorite Bible. I'm using the King James Version of the Bible, and I'd be glad if you'd join me with that. However, if you don't have a Bible, you can go online to BibleGateway.org, and I'm reading the King James Version here. So let's turn to Proverbs chapter uh, 10 for the 10th, and we match up the day of the month, the 10th of June, with the chapter in Proverbs, and that way we have this battle plan for each and every day. You might know by now that a battle plan is a good thing because the challenges of the day will be many. The ups and downs will drag you down. They may elevate you. You might have an Everest moment, a I'm on top of the mountain moment, and think, I want to stay here forever. And then you'll quickly come to realize that you cannot stay at the top of the mountain at this glorious place forever. And when you're back in the valley, you'll need the true word of God, the truth, to guide you, lead you, and protect you. And so let's begin. Now, I pray to the God of heaven, the creator of all, and I'm going to pray now, which is simply talking and having a conversation with God, and I'd ask that you join and listen in, and you can say that little prayer in your heart, or if you, if you don't, you just pause for a moment, and we'll come right back. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for the glorious truth that it brings. That you would be able to shine a light in a dark place. And that as that light comes on, darkness flees. And we know, Lord, as the word of God is imparted into my soul, that we're in union together, that the word is, is you, and you are the word. And so thank you for taking this time with us today. I pray that you would bless these 32 verses, that we would join in a deeper relationship with you and your son, and that you'd empower us by the gift of the Holy Spirit to be led through this day. Help us to make wise decisions according to your will, not ours in Jesus' name. Amen. The Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. The Lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish, but he casteth away the substance of the wicked. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent will be maketh rich. That's an important takeaway. If you are diligent in what you do, you'll be made rich. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean in the form of money. In fact, we read throughout the Bible, some of the richest people that ever were, um, starting with Job, probably the best first early example, his riches were earthly riches, and then they were taken away. All of he, that which he owned was taken away. His family, except for his wife, and all of his property destroyed. And in the end, God restores it as he restores Job. And Job prays for the friends that came to condemn him. So there's a faithfulness in Job. The richness of Job was not his money. 
It was his relationship with God. And if we're diligent to make our relationship with God that guiding light every day, then the riches that we have to share will be from the Lord. They're eternal. Verse 5, He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, and but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Blessings are upon the head of the just, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. The wise in heart shall receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. You ever wonder what that prating word means? It's, it's plural. It's probably some sort of a form or idea of like the, the termination or by implication, language. It's sort of um, the idea that you're being vain, that you're speaking in a way that's not helpful. So um, the most common use is like that of the lip. Lips can use speech that do not build up but tear down. The pratting fool. Let's continue. Except I've... Uh, there we go. Verse 9. He that walketh uprightly walketh surely, but he that perverteth his ways shall be known. That's mixing of a good thing with a bad thing, right? If we just stick to the good things, we'll be protected. He that winketh with the eye causeth sorrow, but a prating fool shall fall. That's very interesting. Verse 8 and 10 say the same thing. They end the same way, but a prating fool shall fall. You think God's trying to get something through to us today? Verse 11, the mouth of the righteous man is a well of life, but violence covereth the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covers all sins. In the lips of him that hath understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of fools is near destruction. Where is my mouth today? Am I saying uplifting things or am I sharing things that would tear down, that would cause destruction? The rich man's wealth is his strong city and the destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life and the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keepeth instruction, but he that refuseth reproof erroreth. He that hideth hatred with lying lips, and he that uttereth slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice silver, and the heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for want of wisdom. Fools, they can't get wisdom, because they refuse, they refuse to spend time with the Word of God. It's, it's a problem that we have today because there's so many other opportunities for what the world calls wisdom. So many other areas, like you can get degrees in all kinds of things that are actually quite useless for all eternity. They may be temporarily useful in this lifetime you have on earth, but as you die, they will all fade away. And if you've put none of God's Word in you, well, life will just be frustrating and difficult. Verse 22. The blessings of the Lord make it rich, and he addeth no sorrow to it. 
It is a sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. <laughs> it's little microphone mishap there. The desire of the righteous shall be granted. Verse 25, the whirlwind passeth, and so the wicked no more, but the righteous is as an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth, and as smoke to the eyes, so is the sluggard to them that send him. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright. The way of the Lord is strength. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He has the life, and no one comes to the Father except through the Son. The way is strength. You've got to remember that. Hold on to that. That's so important. Oh, man, I just, that one, that one hit me. Verse 29, the second half, but destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. That's sin. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the just bringeth forth wisdom, and the froward tongue shall be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. I'm going to say that again. The, the lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speak frowardness. That could be a measure for all of us. Are we righteously walking with Jesus? And if so, would we say things that are acceptable, like encouraging, building up? Or would we slip into saying things that are destructive? The mouth of the wicked speak frowardness. Frowardness is not truth. It's pulling down instead of building up. And so, Lord, please guard my heart against that. It's there every day. It's a, it's a part of my flesh, which I hate. And I know Paul would say, I am more wicked, I'm a more of a sinner than anyone. I'm the chief of all sinners. However, I'm also saved by grace. And so, Lord, as you have forgiven me, let me rejoice in the freedom and truth that you've given. I pray for anyone who's listening that they would have that freedom and truth today for your glory. Amen. You've got to stay the way.